When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jones! Bowden! He's got it! England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins! Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four and England have won the match! Hello, welcome to the analyst inside cricket. And my first sort of point today, Simon, is if we ever have a remake of this summer, Tom Cruise has got to play the lead because England keep achieving the impossible. So this is the summer of Mission Impossible, right? Yeah. I, I can't believe the situation England are in at the close of play. I mean, when you consider where they were at the start, India 257 for three effectively. Plenty of power to add. Pitch a little bit up and down. Even the England players, Sam Billings and Johnny Bairstow, were talking about it in post-day and, and pre-day interviews. And suddenly, England need another 119 to win with seven wickets in hand. And you'd think they'd have to be clear favourites. It's not done yet, but they'll absolutely kick themselves if they don't win the match from here. I mean, a dramatic, almost you know, astonishing turnaround, really. Seven for 120, 259 for three. Oh, oh. I didn't think, honestly, didn't think it's possible. I thought India had this game in their pockets. I totally agree. I totally agree. And uh, of course, you know, continuing the cruise theme, Johnny Bairstow's got to be Top Gun, hasn't he? And and do you know, actually, Tom Cruise. It's not such a stupid suggestion. Tom Cruise actually has seen cricket and knows it, knows about it a bit because Sam Mendes once told me that uh, when he was making a film in Australia, he invited Tom Cruise, who was also out there filming, uh, to a game. And uh, and he came down to the MCG to a one-day international and was really impressed. So, uh, you know, Tom Cruise has had his interest in cricket, and but Joe Root's got the kind of the boyish looks of Tom Cruise even at sixty. So uh, there's there's all sorts of opportunities for him in the future. But I mean, fantastic batting by uh, by Root and Bearstow as as they came together. Nasser Hussain said on commentary the white rose against India, and it, and it was, and they came out on top. Of course, it, it doesn't necessarily mean they are going to, to win the game, but the, the Crick Viz 
win viz percentage point thing has has gone from 20% England win to about 80%. Mm. I'm not surprised. I, I mean, I think it was the, the comfort with which they were batting in that sort of last hour, which just suggests that surely they're going to win the game. I spoke to Alex Lees afterwards and he's, you know, I said, you must be clear favourites now. And, and, you know, sometimes players say, well, you know, it's, it, it's going to be quite tricky in the morning, see what happens, you know, new day and all that sort of thing. They're quite cautious. And he said, yeah, I think we are. Yeah. You know, it's, it, so there's a sort of confidence in the dressing room. I remember the New Zealand game at Headingley when they wanted 113 to win and they had eight wickets left and you just thought, yeah, they'll knock these off. And it, there's a similar sort of feeling about this, uh, but it, you know, it, there, there, is, there are sort of some hurdles to come. Uh, perhaps, you know, Bumrah, Shami in the morning, whatever. But it, it, it feels as though England just got India now where they want them. After three days of Indian control, England are, are inside a victory. And the, and the other thing to, to underline as well, uh, you say, oh, well, you know, it, it, it looks quite straightforward. This would be the biggest chase in England test history. I mean, 370, they've never done it before. Previously, it was heading in 2019. If they do get there, it'll be the highest run chase. And I was actually thinking, actually, as that partnership was developing, so more like when it was in the one, when England were in about the 170s, 180s for three, I was thinking, if England win this game, this is one of their sort of, this would be one of their great test victories. I don't just mean recently, I mean in their history. You know, big, biggest run chase, but also the position they're in, sort of degree of difficulty, to come back and win this game. It, it just absolutely a remarkable day's play. I have to say that I thought India sort of just opened the door a bit. They frittered their advantage away. I didn't think they batted particularly well today. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's happened a few times this summer, hasn't it? I think New Zealand did that a few times as well. In fact, I think I mentioned this the other day. I asked Daryl Mitchell, the New Zealander, who played so well in that three-test series, mm. why the, the, the lower order didn't hang around more for him. And he said, well, they figured that actually if they played a few shots, they'd get more runs than if they prodded and poked mm. and, and nicked off. So that's the strategy. And it seemed a little bit like that for, for India today. The pitch actually has has played its as uh, intriguing part, hasn't it? Because, you know, yesterday there were some pretty seriously difficult deliveries bowled, yeah. not least the one to to Virat Kohli from Ben Stokes, which dismissed him, unplayable, took off and took the shoulder of the bat. Well, we mm. haven't seen much of that today. We've seen the odd ball keep low, and the odd one bounce, but not excessively, and. The pitch almost uh, uh, seems to have flattened out. And it's funny, if you look back at the history of run chases at Edgbaston, I think the highest run chase was in the 280s, Graham Smith in 2008. I remember that game Mm. where where the pitch actually got better and better. I think Smith got about 160, actually. And the the pitch gradually got... It was was Michael Vaughan's last test in charge. Uh, And then, Mm. before that, in fact, there was that uh, amazing match in 2005 where Australia nearly chased the 279 to win. So it's almost as if the pitch doesn't deteriorate quite as much as people expect it to. Yeah, I remember that Graham Smith innings in 2008. It was one of the best test innings I've ever seen. Because I mean, and I think there was a moment where I think when Monty might have had him out with it, if there'd been DRS, he, he might have detected a glove on the review system. But apart from that, it was a wonderful innings from Graham Smith. It looked unlikely, but yeah, they, but you're right. You're right. I mean, they they managed to win relatively comfortably in the end. 
And this pitch is a bit of a puzzle because, you, you, you know, it has been a bit up and down throughout. Balls have kept low and balls have bounced, but not much. I mean, when the heavy roller came on between innings, you know, you normally get a bit of benefit from that as a batting team and it flattens out and then it starts to play one or two tricks. I mean, there were a few balls that, that, that jagged and a few balls that bounced because they didn't take wickets. But, but you know, towards the close, it was it was so comfortable. I, I wonder whether you think it, you know, there, there is one element here that, you know, this is a one-off test match for India. Do they have their sort of test match bowling legs, you know, in the second innings, you, you know, playing a lot of four-over uh, cricket, if you like, for the bowlers in T20, and not suddenly, but, you know, you're, you're into a, a, a one-off test match and you've got to go deep, you know, you're, you're bowling sort of 30 overs, whatever, in the game, and it's not easy. Perhaps you just lack a bit of zip, a bit of zest, and it felt like that uh, for India. Uh, you know, after once once Root and Bairstow had, had put together 40 or 50, it did just seem to go a bit flat for India. Um, but having said that, Root's in great form, Bairstow's in great form, and, and that can make the difference as well. Yeah, it, it does make the difference. I, I think you, you're right. I think probably they were perhaps just a bit short of a gallop because of the fact they played so much short-form cricket and it takes you a little while to get the, the strength and uh, stamina in your legs and your body generally to sustain that speed of you know, 87, 88 miles. And I think actually Bumrah kept it up, but Shami maybe mm. dropped off slightly. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I, I just have to hand it to the batsman, though. I, I think the skill and, and the judgment that both Bearstow and and Root showed in that partnership, you know, which ones to sweep from Jadeja bowling over the wicket into the rough, uh, which ones to kick away, which ones to just ease into the offside. Very good that both players, particularly Root, really worth examining his expertise against spin. I think Virat Kohli has said he's the best in the world against spin. And the way he opens up the offside when Jadeja's bowling over the wicket... So he, he almost slightly opens the face of the bat and plays in a almost circular motion to try and scythe the ball through the offside rather than being tempted to hit against the spin on the leg side. Um, and the, the, the way they place the ball into gaps for singles towards the end, picking up runs, I think Root is one of the, the lowest number of percentage dot balls in test history, along with Bradman, I, I think I heard actually, uh, that the least number of dot balls or, or in percentage terms uh, that, 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 that uh, a batsman faces. But, you know, Root's so good at just dabbing it into the offside or working it into the leg side, that really frustrates the bowlers. Then they've got to deal with a batsman who plays a totally different way in Bearstow. Bearstow taking on the hook and collaring it over deep mid-wicket, quite a big boundary uh, a couple of times or once, and just looking almost flawless. Uh, credit to Alex Lees and, and Zach Crawley for setting them on the, the right path, but it was when the going got tough, when those bowlers were desperately seeking wickets and Jadeja was trying to restrict them from over the wicket, that's when their expertise and, and temperament really came through. Yeah, it was a brilliant partnership between uh, Root and Bester. And it, and it wasn't, you know, this uh, cliched so-called baseball. It was proper test match cricket. They had to dig in. They had to work it around. And for a while, actually, against uh, Jadeja, although they were trying to manoeuvre it, you know, they were quite static and they were almost like scoring at one end. 
And then it was almost as if Root decided, I, I've, I've seen enough of Jadeja now, a change of tactics. And he, he got down on one knee and sort of lapped the ball over his left shoulder. Then he played the shot again and a couple of boundaries came and suddenly the pressure seemed to be off and Jadeja was taken off then. The runs were coming and he couldn't control it. And Root won the battle with a, a change of tactics. That was a, you know, a masterful uh, piece of batting uh, from Root and, and Bairstow bided his time as well. Uh, and it was a bit like the first innings. He didn't score particularly freely, but now he's 72 not out of 87 balls. He, you know they have just started to to score uh, freely. Just on the on the Lees and Crawley uh, partnership, it was the the. I mean, this is a, another remarkable statistic, really. Lees and Crawley put together the the fastest opening century partnership in England Test history. In, in, in under 20 overs, uh, an astonishing effort from them. And, and Lees was, I mean, Lees, he slightly reminded me of um, Marcus Truscothic a bit there at the crease, hitting the ball really crisply and do, you know, dominating at the start, taking it on. He actually ran down the pitch early on, hacked one over uh, deep mid-wicket. He, he said, I've actually, afterwards, I've actually feel as if I've been playing you know, quite nicely and quite fluently all summer. But this looked like a slightly different... Now, Alex Lees in this innings, and, and Zach Crawley, good judgment as well, I thought, until, of course, it's, it's, it's sort of perverse, isn't it? That One of the things we talked about Zach Crawley is that, you know, playing at balls, perhaps he should leave. And, of course, uh, tonight he left the ball he should have played at because he won nip back from Jasper Bummer and it castled him for 46. But a brilliant opening partnership. It did get England going. I think, I mean, of course, of course, the Root and Bairstow partnership was fantastic, 150. But that century stand, I think, gave England the belief, a bit like uh, Saywag's opening assault in that Chennai Test match when India chased 287 against 387 against England way back when. Uh, it gave India belief there as well, and they were able to capitalise on that. So yeah, don't yeah, I think absolutely vital that uh, Lee's and, and Crawley partnership. Um, but ending- yeah, I know. I mean, just to say, Alex Lees is a, a man reborn, isn't mm. he, from the West Indies where he looked tentative and scared to play a shot. And now he, he he's looking fluent. And I think, you know, Marcus Scothic is quite a good comparison. If you look at his T20 record, his strike rate is 120. Uh, and he's made, you know, 1,300, 1,400 runs in T20 cricket. So he can do it. He can play shots. And he showed that early... In the the Jadeja spell, when yeah. he reverse swept him, he first came down the wicket and hit him, drilled him back past him, and then reverse swept him. So it just shows he he has got the shots. He just needed the confidence to know that he could use them. Yeah, yeah. The game was in the balance though when he was run out. Uh, it was it was Joe Root's fault. He he called him through, and the, the problem for Lee's is that he was looking to hit through the offside, got inside edge, didn't know where the ball had gone. So we're sort of thinking, you know, about that. Uh, and, and turned around to see the, where the ball was, and Root sort of very quick called him through. I and mean, there was never a run there, and I'm sure Joe Root uh, would have recognised that. And then uh, Root um, <laughs> avoiding Alex Lee for the rest of the day by staying out in the middle. It, it, it does take a strong mind, doesn't it, to to run someone out, especially someone like Alex Lee's in the infancy of his Test career. You know, it was a really important innings for him, going well, 56, and then sort of snuffed him out. It does take a strong mind. Then right, okay. I've got to take on, I've got to score his runs, I've got to score my runs, I can really take responsibility. And, and it was a, a flawless innings uh, from Root. Uh, Lee's after saying, well, you know, these things happen in, in cricket. It's one of those things. I've probably done it myself. Um, and he didn't had had a chance to, to speak to Joe Root about it. I mean, you, you must have been in dressing rooms when uh, players are run out. And I, I mean, sometimes people take it quite well. Sometimes people take it very badly. Um, did you, did you run yeah. people out? There were two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if de- definitely um, 
it was if, if either Mark Ramprakash or Dean Jones, both of whom I played with, were mm-hmm. run out. It was time to exit the dressing room or get under the dressing room table because quite often their bat arrived before they did. Mm. Uh, and you know, there was no knowing quite where the bat would end up. Do you remember that time um, Matt Pryor, I can't remember if he was run out or not, but he was certainly out in unfortunate circumstances. He came into the Lord's dressing room and hurled his bat down mm. and it went through the window. Yeah, the I do. Pavilion yeah. Uh, dressing room and the glass showered on the, the members before. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it does. It's infuriating when, when it happens. But... Pff, I mean, Root has very rarely made an error like that. And the certainty with which he plays, it, it just, mm. it, it's just, it's mesmerising to watch. You know, these guys are bowling fast and they're bowling incredibly good balls. And he's got the time, not just to line it up, but almost to work it into a gap. And then if he doesn't quite get it into a gap, he sort of curses himself. And most of us would be happy just keeping those mm. balls out of your stumps, never mind finding a way to score runs off them. Well, he's, he's in very good form as well. It's, it was a stunning innings. I mean, you, I can't, you can't talk highly enough of the, the innings that were played today by uh, Root and Bairstow because, the, the, again, it's the degree of difficulty, the pressure of the chase, you know, three wickets going down for two runs. You know, just, I think the crowd started to believe century partnership, Lees and Crawley, and you thought, yeah, there's an opportunity here for England to, to win the game and do something incredible. Use three quick wickets. Well, that's it. Uh, that's just about it. And it, has, it has to be Root and Bairstow, and they sensed that as well. They, they put together... Uh, I think those thirty or forty runs are just worth just worth studying for the sort of the quality, the control, the discipline. As I mentioned earlier, it wasn't you know this this ultra aggressive approach. It was it was high quality uh, test match batting under pressure, difficult situation. It, you know it was the game or not basically. If one if I think one of them got out at that point. Can't see England chasing the 378 uh, they need to win, but but by the end it was, it was total dominance. You look at the Indian bowling figures. I mean, Bumrah went at four and over, Shami four and over, Jadeja three and a half, Siraj 6.4, Taka 4.7. And the thing is, that, that, that's the point. It wasn't as if you you sort of felt that England were whacking it, slogging it, uh, taking it on. It was just controlled, fluent. Uh, batting, putting away the bad balls, ticking the board over, and they had no, they had no answer. India, they they just could not uh, control the run rate, and they, I think they will regret. They will regret some of their uh, sloppy batting early. I think Pajara hit a long hot, didn't he, to backward point off, off broad. Uh, Rishabh Pant that stroke, that reverse sweep, that ended up with Root, and 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 then Stokes sort of bouncing out the tail. They actually went a bit meekly at the end. Um, you know, they succumbed to the short ball in the way that actually didn't succumb in the first innings. You know, the, in the first innings, the ball was disappearing, wasn't it? Mm. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you think England at all get any uh, confidence, self belief from the experience of playing India in the World Cup and in 2019, where they came to Edgbaston, same ground as they're at now? knowing they had to win the last three games, certainly having to beat India to, to progress in the tournament. And they they managed to exorcise their worries, their fears, by admitting they were worried to each other. And I, I, I remember Bairstow coming out at, at that morning when England batted first and just blitzing the Indian spinners especially uh, and he made a hundred, didn't he, in that te- in that one day international? And England were back on course. And uh, actually, there's a there's a nice quote uh, in our documentary about the World Cup win, in which Bairstow talks about that game and about the voicing of fears, the airing of uh, of their worries to each other, and how it gave them extra resilience. And that's. The, the word he uses for himself throughout his life, he's had to show a, an extraordinary amount of resilience. And, you know, it obviously it resulted in a, a fantastic performance against India in the World Cup and another one today. And it, it's almost as if they're spinning off that rejuvenation of the one-day side and using and utilising some of the, the mantras, the philosophies of that team to scale the, the the greater heights in Test cricket. Yeah, well, Besto is sort of taking his his one day, uh, not not form approach. It's not quite like that. It's sort of perhaps mindset into into Test match cricket, isn't he? And, and he, he's played in that ultra aggressive way all summer, and he's he's played his way into just fantastic form. I mean, you're thinking when he came out, he can't score fourth hundred. It's just, it's just not you know. It, it, the run's got to end sooner rather than later. But, you know, he's 72 now. He's got an, another opportunity. I just think Root's just in great form. And he's, he's just such an accomplished, confident uh, test match batter. It probably all helps, doesn't it? That experience that of, of, of playing those in, in that way uh, in, in the white ball team it probably filters through a bit into the, the, the test match team. They've been given license to, to be and express themselves uh, by Brendan McCullum, Brendan McCullum encouraged uh, to do so and it, 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 you're sort of in that sort of moment of your life almost you know, this, is, this is sort of just perfect you know, when you look back you think yeah the, the summer of 2022 that this was it, this was, this was the, the zenith if you like and, and I think Bairstow's feeling that at the moment and, and Joe Root's had it for a while actually isn't it and uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to see them messing it up from here. Mm, but yeah. we, I mean, we we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. It's still three seventy eight, and it's it's still one hundred nineteen more to win. And if India were to get pick up two quick wickets in the morning, then suddenly it's a very very different game. Very true. Uh, very like the the Sunday of Edgbaston in uh, two thousand and five, where they needed at eighty to win. Uh, suddenly, the the last couple of wickets, three or two or three wickets, got them closer and closer. But the closer they got, the more nervous they became. And, of course, they failed in the end. Um, one other thing about Root uh, that, that uh, is interesting, do you remember when we had Alistair Cook on our uh, virtual show, virtual club, and we did a quiz with him, and one of the questions I think I asked was, which member of the England team is getting closest to breaking your 
a 5k record on the treadmill or you know or on the round the streets or whatever and he couldn't get the answer and do you remember the answer presumably it was joe root was it it was it was joe root mm. and you know actually his fitness has has come through not necessarily although it's not easy keeping up with johnny versto between the wickets but that's part of it but but the the, the physical fitness allows the mental fitness which is what he needs to to keep concentrating through all these nerve-wracking situations. And obviously, you know, the defining moment of the summer really was that 100 he made at Lords when England were coming, you know, that was their first game in under the, the Baz Ben Rob show, if you like. And uh, that, that was a kind of key, very calm, composed victory pursuit engineered by Root. And ever since then, England have taken all before them, haven't they? So now yeah, the question I'll... is, uh, can they can they do Mission Impossible and rewrite history? Yeah, well, they've been in so many tight situations uh, this summer. And in fact, in every game they've played this summer, they've been behind. And they you, you look at the situation, they've been thinking you can't win from here. And and they've done it in, in three previous test matches. And in, I thought this morning, you can't win from here. Not if India are ruthless enough. And they weren't quite ruthless enough today with their batting. And, and it's it's opened the way for him. But still, to emphasize, it's 378 to win. They've never done this uh, before. But they are on the verge of something quite special. Two people we haven't really talked much about, yours, And I think we should before we go. Uh, one is Ben Stokes, who actually uh, produced something special with the ball today. Took four for 33. He was the one that sort of got it going. Didn't take the new ball when he when he could have done uh, towards the end. And he he bounced out India's lower order. And he got rid of Jadeja as well, getting him to play on. Got rid of uh, Kohli yesterday, Mohammed Shami and Jasprit Bumrah today. So he's won. And, and, and Zach Crawley. Uh, we, we sort of touched on Zach Crawley, but... 46 today, and that is as well as he's played for a while for England. Actually, it's probably as well as he's played uh, since Sydney. It was, it was sort of quite... It, I felt for him, actually, when he was out, because he, he deserved um, to, to keep on going. It was a good ball from Bumrah, nice piece of bowling, and good good captaincy as well, coming back just before tee for a burst, and thought, can I you know, can I do something? Can I affect the game? And he did, and Crawley leaving it, and the ball cannoning into his off stump. But he, he, what I thought was good about Crawley today is he didn't go for those big drives early on it's something we've talked about isn't he actually let those balls go outside the off stump but you know as perverse that the ball he you know one ball he did let go was the one that just nipped back and and bowled him off stump yeah he's clearly you know the message is getting through and and i i I wonder if just the, the the belief of the management and actually just taking some good catches as well he took a couple he well he certainly took one good boundary catch that just gives him a bit more confidence and I don't know, seeing the way Alex Lees has played, he can spin off that. Look, he's quality. He's a, he's a class player. And, you know, he just needs a, he needs the backing of the management and he needs to just be a bit well, more selective. he's certainly selective. got that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's obviously got that. And he just needs to be a bit more selective. And perhaps today was the day the penny dropped. So it's interesting now, isn't it, of this eleven. Um, with Billings as a 12th, I suppose. You know, everybody has contributed now in the last three or four matches. There's no, they're not carrying a passenger at all. I mean, you know, Jack Leach has taken a 10 fur and Matthew Potts has, has delivered. Broad and Anderson obviously have taken wickets. But the, the wicketkeeper batsman, Billings and, and folks have both performed. And, and at last, Crawley's actually not quite made a 50, but at least he's got close. So 
really. Um, it, it's become a, a, a total team effort with Stokes getting his four kits today. So, uh, well, onwards and upwards. It, well, it, it would look like that, wouldn't it? It would, it would seem like that. And and this would be perhaps the, the we keep saying it we're almost running out of, of superlatives. This would probably the, be the best win of the lot because you know I think you feel that India are, are grade up from uh, New Zealand, but England totally tamed them today, in a way that I, mean, I was walking out the ground at the end. I heard I overheard someone say, "Oh, that was that was just an amazing day's Test cricket." Not if you're an India supporter, I don't think. Um, India thoroughly outplayed today. I actually saw Raul Dravid this morning. Uh, for the first time for a while, because he, he worked with us on Test Match Special. Hello, Riley, how are you doing? And, I, and uh, congratulations on the job of coach, and so thank you. And, and I said, yeah, it's going well here. And he, he looked at me as if to say, well, don't <laughs> you can't sort of count any chickens. It, it, the game can come around and sort of kick you in the nuts, if you like. And it, it has a bit today uh, for India today. But they've just got that sliver of hope uh, tomorrow, especially they can pick up a couple of early wickets. I think we should leave it there, Yoz. On, on, uh, it's a sort of tantalising day. Not done yet, but a remarkable day for England. And there's only one piece of music we can really leave you with tonight. Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.